Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Righto, Ramsey, Army, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, boys. It's been a long time coming. Three years we've waited, <laughs> uh, built up the suspense, and we've finally fucking locked it in. Um, thanks for coming on, boys. Good to be here. Absolute pleasure, mate. It has been a very long time yeah. coming. Well, I just wanted to build suspense and, and hopefully it's worth the wait. How's the pressure? Yeah, the pressure's on. Um, uh, there's a lot that I would kind of want to unpack into today's episode. Um, but I guess we should probably start from the start. So a lot of people that are tuned in today, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a mix. People that have listened to, the, to my podcast a lot, they would probably know who you guys are already anyway. If not, then they'll definitely know of the businesses that you guys have been involved in. Um, there's going to be people that listen to it that know your story inside and out, but I reckon there's still plenty we can kind of plenty of value we can add. So maybe we start from the start. How did you boys um, first of all kind of actually meet in the first place, and then what was that first venture that you kind of jumped on board with, which will eventually lead us into what we'll talk mainly about today, which is the new business strong. Yeah, mate, it's it's actually a really interesting story. It's probably not what you expect. Um, so I actually started working as a nightclub promoter at Motel back in the day, which is now the Albion, and uh, Army was my boss, <laughs> weren't you, mate? Yeah, we had a... Had do you a remind him of that us. often now, or...? <laughs> he, he tells me what to do these days, so it's a bit of a role reversal. No, we, we get a lot of good crew in to help us out, obviously, on weekends, and formed a relationship, and, um, and we moved into F45 initially as business partners. Yeah, we used to talk about all sorts of shit, didn't we? And um, I remember Mark, Mark actually came to me with the whole F45 thing. Right. And he said, I found this, I found this concept that looks, looks pretty incredible. At the time, I was doing something I was pretty uninspired by. Like, I was, I was in oil and gas. I was, I was pretty much, you know, walking into the nightclub. And that was my, my, my high of the, of the weekend. Like, that, yeah. was, that was my whole week. I was like, yeah, finally, I get to go be social and do something I enjoy. And, right. Um, but, yeah, Mark sort of said, do you want to check out this F45 thing? Um, you know, I had the background of a PT and a, and a marketing background, um, and, and Mark really sort of, yeah. Where did you, where did you see it? I can't remember now. At this point, was it in? Was it here yet at all? There was one or two that had opened. Yeah. Um, and we had no idea. And I suppose that's the advantage of dealing with a franchise network. Um, Rob, I think Rob's since left F45, but. He held us, had held our hand, and um, got us on board. We started with one, with no idea. Yeah. Literally, obviously, Rams has got some PT background. I did a little bit, but um, starting a business together from scratch. And uh, I suppose if we look back now, whatever mistake you can make, we, we definitely made. Made them all. But we grew to six, and uh, ended up being pretty good at it. I suppose, yeah. What was the? Um, I mean, there's. I, I know there's a lot of people that listen to the show that have their own gyms, probably not franchises, but what do you reckon now, like knowing so much about um, having the franchises and also probably overlooking a lot of other businesses that are not franchises, what's the main difference? And and if you could go back again, would you, would you do it with the franchise again or would you start at something where you're just running more of a kind of membership-based gym? The, well, the thing that attracted me with the whole F45 concept was we, so we, when Mark told me about it, we jumped on a plane, we went to Sydney, we went and looked at the Bondi studio. Oh yeah, yeah. And obviously like I'd worked in a, um, you know, a normal kind of 24 hour gym. Um, yeah, yeah. 
and we went we went there and I just remember seeing um, it was a Hollywood class so there were 27 people training there was a DJ there were 27 people lined up and the vibe was incredible mm. I'd never seen fitness executed in this way it was like a nightclub it was like a nightclub yeah, yeah. and so we kind of looked at that and, and personally I was like this is this is what's next yeah like this has to be what's next like it was it was really incredible uh, and that sort of put us on that trajectory to all right let's let's invest in this and let's do this so i think um in terms of like whether it's opening an, an independent like your own concept or looking at a franchise it, it's got to resonate with you um mm. because at the end of the day you know whether it's a, an f45 or a body fit or a fit stop or a cakes pilates or whatever it might be i think it needs to be operator led um yeah we find and we found this in the f45 network the most successful studios were the ones that were owner operated um and the ones where people were working the business and they gave a shit about the clients so yeah so not someone has just pumped in some cash and has nothing to do with the business type thing no mate yeah you, you can make anything successful yeah you, you really can yeah. i mean um fitness has been around for a long time that there's been many different variations of 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 gym concepts group fitness concepts mm. um why why was our studios so successful and, and others not you know yeah not every f45 has yeah. lasted the journey yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it, that's 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 the one thing so that that's what i would suggest it needs to resonate with you and you need to have to be well you have to be passionate about it it's funny isn't it like you look at um you know i, I try and spend usually fucking outside of this bullshit but usually try and spend a fair bit of time over in la and you go to sessions over there like even places like rumble and whatever else over in LA and it's genuinely like a show like I, I remember speaking to a couple of the instructors and they were just like yeah there was auditions for the um for the role of the trainer like it's pretty much the actors almost and it's just like you go in there full nightclub vibes and that's that's what draws a lot of people there and like even so far in the chat today like we really haven't even touched on anything to do with training no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we haven't touched on. So that's a question that I wanted to ask is why do you think the group fitness and the high energy vibe and maybe like community based gyms that do have a good kind of um, community around them do so well, regardless of whether the people coming are a big fan of the training stuff. You know, you talk to a lot of people that do group fitness classes and they fucking don't even enjoy exercising that much. Like they they dread yeah. all the exercises that they do every single time they go to the gym, but yeah. they absolutely love the session and they want to go and they love the feeling afterwards. So what do you reckon are some of the key factors to why it is so popular and it does so well? Um, I think you've got to, I mean, it's instructor led, right? So mm. recruitment's massive. Yeah. And like, how many staff do we have at one stage? Maybe 60 or 70 trainers? Yeah, across, um, the, across the six sites. Now classes were really big too. I don't think it was designed for the. I think it was designed for like twenty nine or thirty two max or something. Yeah. And we got up to seventy and eighty in some classes. So right. Virtually <laughs> you walk in and there's seventy or eighty people lining yeah. up. Like we really opened up the studio yeah. and went all in. I mean, um, so it sounds great, and, and obviously that's good for revenue. We're also spending money as well. Spending yeah, yeah. Staff. Um, you definitely had to be a bit of a performer then, wasn't sort of. Mm. My go, but you hire some, yeah. some good staff to get around you, and um, yeah, it was definitely great times. And a, and a really cool thing is like we we obviously we had good structures, so we had our studio managers, and then we have like an assistant studio manager, and yeah. then say six or seven casuals that would work underneath them, 
we'd overstaff our classes. Um, and the really nice thing is like, now we look back at our, call it our superstars, like our 10 key superstars, when we were like smashing it. Pumping, we had, yeah. Say like 1200 members across Australia. Um, our, our, our key staff members are now, they all own their own businesses or they have shares in their own businesses. Yeah. Or we poached them back. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really cool to see them growing as well. And I think that was one thing that you really pushed in your market. It was like, they need to leave better. Yeah. And um, they need to turn up and feel like they're part of it and not just a, a piece in the puzzle to help you guys make some cash and to make the business do well. Like they need to feel like they're part of the community. I think, I think one of the key takeaways I can take away from it and everyone probably listening the same is that like the actual community vibe or like being a part of something is what thrive was what makes it thrive i think is like someone feeling like it's not like they're going to the gym it's like they're going to be with their their kind of community their little family that they want to be a part of there may be a small percentage of our members that just signed up for our end of year christmas party as well yeah (laughs) that's why you're in the business isn't it (laughs) that's why you hung around so long they got pretty big um yeah no it was lots of fun if, if you if you like legitimately ask me what the num- what I thought the number one thing to a successful gym is I would say community mm. and then you, you can dive into that and and I guess the question is how do you build community yeah and how do you do it effectively now with this, when there's so much bullshit um, everywhere yeah, um, yeah it's it's such an interesting question and to what we did six years ago is not the same you can't do you can't replicate the same thing now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a very different market yeah. um, the consumers a lot more savvy. They they understand there's a lot more on, on available to the consumer mm. now as well. So yeah. there's a lot of psychology I think behind it as well. But yeah. at the end of the day, if you're genuine and you love what you're doing, you're delivering amazing classes and you you're doing it safely and effectively, and people are getting results and they're having a good time. Like it's it, it kind of takes care of itself. Takes care of itself. Yeah. Without name, like um, obviously you would have overseen a heap of different F45 studios, but then even now you see a lot of different group fitness um, franchises and uh, and just businesses. Without naming any certain names, or whatever the ones that you've seen that don't do very well, what what do you reckon it is that that is that they fail in? If even if they do, so say for example before you said that it's really important to have you know the owner to be a part of it and, and to really care. I'm sure there's still businesses out there that have that that piece that don't do well. So what do you see yeah, that's absolutely. the downfall? We, we picked up, I won't name a studio, but we picked up one really cheap because the owner, I think he might have been sold a bit of a dream, but he was in another capital city. He wasn't on site. And, and unless you're hands-on and you know, you're meeting with your managers and you're yeah. meeting with your staff, you show your care, you're present, you know, your clients. Yeah, Even yeah. if you're in the office, you know, they see you there. You need to be hands-on regardless, you know, um, franchise, independent gyms, mm. um, whatever the case may be, as Rams was just saying. The, the ones that have, I've noticed that have failed, like there's been a few concepts that have come and gone pretty quickly, um, and they'll, they'll, there will be more that will come and go pretty quickly. Yeah. The ones I've seen that have failed, have, they probably haven't had enough, they haven't got their brand strategy right, or they haven't had enough investment in brand. Um, and... To, if, if you're a franchise network coming into a into a, into an industry, um, you need to you need to put money behind brand. Brand. You, you need to be yeah. seen. You, you need to be cool. You need to you need to resonate with some audience. Yeah. And now be relatable to the company. People need to know why they're to. coming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You, you literally kind of brought me on to the next point I want to talk about. So 
brand, um, regardless of whether it's in the fitness industry or not, is just fucking huge. Like you see, any any company that does well, it's the brand. It's yeah. like it's it's crazy. Like even you look at, I mean, this is just fucking very easy example. You look at something like Coca Cola. It's fucking horrible for you, most mm-hmm. of it, unless you know, majority of the time, shit ass for you. Yeah. Yep. People. All across the world know the brand, drink it every single day, putting no thought to it, blah, blah, blah. It's just the brand that's, that's so recognisable and it's done so well. But moving on to your, you know, your new venture with Strong, yeah. um, how important was that when you were putting together the concept? And we'll talk about, for those who don't know what it is, exactly what it is soon. But it's branding, huge. you even look at F45, I mean, everyone getting photos in front of their, the actual logo and, and you're seeing it everywhere and, and the brand awareness is huge. So how important do you think that is? And and what takeaways did you take from starting the F45s to move on to this new one? Yeah, we tried to be, obviously, lots of learnings, positive and negative things that we thought we could do differently. You know, obviously, we've got a different concept now. Mm. Um, but I've got to pay credit to Rams here. He, he's um, marketing and did all the branding and everything. Yeah. And I, ca- I can't tell you how um, beneficial it is now. Even when we're in interviews and people are asking for extraordinary money, which we're not in a position to be paying just yet. Mm. Yeah. Um, they say they want to be involved. They love the culture. They love the brand. They love the marketing. Um, so yeah, it's it is literally everything that's your building block, that's your base to to, to build from. Mm. Yeah, it's um it, the the whole strong brand was a really. How firstly, how the fuck did you get the name but strong? Re- remember, how is that not registered? <laughs> re- remember, well, remember back in the day when everyone was buying domain names. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could sell like I remember Koala Mattress bought like koala.com for like you know quarter of a million dollars or something <laughs> and I was like well surely like Instagram's blowing up this is like five years ago I was like surely one word Instagram handles are going to be valuable and so I just ended up bargaining with some fucking dude on the internet <laughs> I actually ended up buying a few of them um, I had Ram I was going to change yeah. my, my <laughs> handle to Ram but I lost it some hacker got it oh, no. um, and I've lost strong before but I had a contact at Facebook who got it back for me anyway I just grabbed the handle and it's probably worth you know 40-50k now I, I, I think I, I paid three and a half thousand US dollars for it um, for the username for, for the handle yeah, yeah okay off some off some dude in like Tel Aviv or something yeah right um, but you know when we <laughs> when, when we found when we found the concept and when we sort of started creating the brand for strong, the name strong just just resonated mm. like it's not not even the physicality of the workout but the mental aspect involved in in the training. It just encapsulated everything that we wanted to do. Yeah. And being now in the Pilates space, and I may as well explain a little bit about That's what, yeah, sorry, yeah. I probably should have started off with that, but yeah, for yeah. those listening that have no idea what it is, you guys are just thinking, what the fuck's Rams are talking about? Yeah, so it's a, um, it's a reformer, um, and it's basically a, 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 it's a, it's a large reformer, it's a yeah. very tough... Big Pilates bed. Big Pilates bed, um, yeah. spring-loaded resistance, so very resistance-focused reformer, mm-hmm. with uh, a rower, a Concept2 rower attached to it. Attached. So it's all one machine... Um, you know, we're solving a lot of problems in this space. Um, you know, the, we did a lot of quality of research when we started and the, the number one thing we found that we got back from people who were doing consistent reformer workouts was, I feel like I have to go for a run after my after. Pilates. Yeah. Now, w- we know how good Pilates is for people, right? Yeah. We know how exceptional it is for you, all the little intricacies, all the things that as guys, particularly guys, we, we generally won't do them, the core activation, the glute yeah. activation, all those kind of little things. 
Um, but we need we needed to make it, I guess, um, resonate with guys. So mm. a bit more mainstream. You see a lot of the AFL players that were very good ones. Um, I've seen pictures of some of them with Pilates beds in, literally in their lounge rooms these days. You know, yeah, yeah, Pendles is big on it, and a number of the guys are right into it now. Yeah. Yeah. Even I, like, I mean, I, I've, I've used them sporadically over the years, but it makes a significant difference. Even with clients now, as soon as I have anyone with any kind of hamstring, glute, lower back issues, I'll, I'll tell them to cut back on the sessions they're doing with me and well, get you, in and you get see, in the body. The training that you give me, mate, I, if I, I just wish it was around when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, I wouldn't have the issues that I have yeah. now, that's for sure. Yep. And I guess we're both a little bit broken from a 45. Like we did a lot of high intensity training for, you know, probably five five years straight. Like my mm. knees were blown, my ankle, I, I broke my ankle. Plyometric. Yeah. Um, you know, we both love doing Pilates now. Um, we love going in there. And it, I mean, the whole philosophy behind strong is low impact, but high intensity as well. Mm. So we're trying to get that huge calorie burn on the rower. Basically you'll, you'll do, short sharp efforts on the rower generally yeah. um, and then you'll go back and you'll do a strength component on the reformer and you might swap say three times between the two yeah what happens is you you um you spike your heart rate on the rower and then you go back to the reformer but your heart rate stays elevated mm. because you're holding you know you might be holding a, a plank or, or something under under heavy resistance your heart rate stays elevated mm. so different level of you, overload you're having a you're getting a huge calorie burn <laughs> which you naturally wouldn't get in a reformer workout mm. so it's really unique it's it's probably so far ahead of where everything's at at the moment that it's almost like we we need to spend so much on yeah. brand and education education education's the biggest one and, and army always goes on about this um it's like because I, I get stuck in the brand yeah thing and but we need to be educating so yeah. much more instead of building a flashy Ferrari that was selling. Even so story, happy. like I find um, it, it ties in with branding, like still on the same page. It's like, I just find being able to tell the story yeah. or document the, the person coming in for their first session and they're setting up their bed, they're doing their session, whole experience and showing what that story is. Like that is educational and branding in one. You know what I mean? I reckon that's the best, best way of building the brand is, is just telling the story. 100%. But for someone um, on the topic of education, so someone that was, say, struggling with some lower back pain or tightness or something like that, is that is it suitable for them to come in and do that session, that type of session? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, everything, particularly with our academy, like when we look at the way that we teach, like you have to be strong qualified to teach a class. Mm, yeah. um, everything's about regression, regression and progression. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and we are getting a lot of... I mean, we are predominantly female. It's at the end of the day, no matter how gender neutral our branding is, yeah. we're always going to start with the earlier adopters who are females. Mm -hmm. um, but we are getting a lot of guys who are ex-crossfitters, even ex-F45, you know, um, and these sort of people who who need who have tight lower backs, who have a lot you know, of footballers this yeah. pre-season have been in. because mm. um, we've got our flagship site that we own that we use as a test case, basically, yeah. to get it going to test our systems, our programs. Um, but now we've got um, a friend, a, an ex-curricular, John Hastings, he's down in Mornington, he's got that side. So uh, in Melbourne, we've got a couple of footballers been coming to our studio or, or down to yeah. Mornington to, to train with John. He's been to, Max Gorn's been in a fair bit. Yeah, um, I think he's had Jake Lever. Yeah. We've had a couple of Hawthorne players in with us as well. Yeah. 
even tying it in like to the to you when you look at your weekly training split like being able to add that into on top of the strength training in the gym and yeah. stuff like that like i i, I actually the, the most um recent episode on the show i was talking um with a mate of mine yesterday in sydney about you know like more functional strength training or you know i'm not talking about Fuck, I mentioned this on the show yesterday. I'm not talking about doing a piece of squat while you're drinking a fucking latte <laughs> on a BOSU ball and reading a paper at the same time. I'm talking about like movements same that you need to trans, that translate into day-to-day activities where yeah. you do need to focus on mobility. Because, I mean, that was the biggest thing. Probably the last two years, I've really started to focus on mobility and, and strengthening up those areas that were just fucking abused yeah. for so yeah. long. Um, and, and then that carryover into my squat to my bench press to my pull-ups and stuff is huge. Yeah. And, and mobility is now cool in the yeah. fitness industry. It is cool, like, yeah. It is, everyone's doing, basically if you're not doing mobility, you're, you're falling behind. Like it's, mm. it, it's, and it's really nice to see, you know, mobility, um, recovery's massive yeah. and going to be even bigger. Yeah. Um, it's, re- it's really good to see that now, you know, these sort of prop, proper procedures are going in place yeah and what um, comes with that is the body awareness too and the and the ability to know when you are in the right position yeah, on certain and spatial you. awareness when you're doing your sessions yeah. and, and exercise like that which i find helps mm. i found that helped a lot with with pilates getting that activation of certain muscles that you didn't even fucking know you had <laughs> yeah yeah and they're sore they're very sore the next day um so there um so how many sites have you got in victoria now uh, two operating, one in Hope Island in, in the northern Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, but we've sold, I don't know, maybe, I think it's up to about 25. It's just... That uh, haven't launched yet? Or they have? have haven't have, launched? Or haven't, yeah. No, they're yet to launch. Finding sites. Um, Gold Coast is pretty much sold out. Yeah. Hasto down in Mornington, he loves it. So he's also a Rivers Preserve, Dramana, Rosebud, Frankston. Oh, cool. Um, we're into Auckland, six in Auckland, four in uh, South Australia, two in Newcastle. Um, Geelong just got reserved. Geelong, Essendon yeah, just got reserved. Yeah, man. Got Geelong, so that's exciting. Yeah. So, and and we, we, we actually sold most of these during COVID, which is like, we're really, really happy about yeah. because yeah. when COVID hit, we were like, what are we going to do? Great time to launch a gym. We just basically put all the money that we, we made from F45, we reinvested into this concept, we've yeah. built the concept up, we've launched it, and then bang, we're shut, and we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in a bit of trouble here. I, I literally thought, I'm looking at my house, we hadn't moved in too long ago, thinking, oh, shit, this has been a nice couple of months in, yeah. in the new house. At least you have a few good I, reformer beds. <laughs> I remember going on car sales and literally Looking seeing what I, could get, what I could get for my car. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lots of lessons learned along, along this way, and that's the best part. No day's the same. Yeah. Um, but then we just get back on the bike, mate, and keep, keep working harder. Like, or the roller. You know, I, know, <laughs> <laughs> I know Rance is the same. Like, I was literally sitting there, um, if any of the franchisees or partners we prefer to call them are listening but I was sitting there until 11.30 with one last night and all of a sudden they were like oh shit there's a bit of a time gap but I yeah. didn't realise it was a bit like and they're like oh, that's cool it's cool that's what we're here for yeah yeah you know and that's where I sort of see us as um, going over to Barbell being a little bit different maybe yeah in our experiences if I don't know something Rams does if Rams doesn't know our operations manages Porsche does and 
you know, she managed our Port Melbourne studio. She was a partner with us in Geelong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we've got a whole team there. We're building up a whole academy and program team, like some very, very legit people, um, a bit more experienced than old trainer Mark here. Um, and that's what we're all about, just getting the smartest heads together and, you know, providing yeah. the, you know, really credible, accredited product. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, the people we're working with now are just, it, it's exactly that. It's getting people that are smarter than you that, that you can work with and have a good working relationship. We, like, even the, the, the sales, there's a sales professional we work with where yeah. basically, you know, we want to open a studio so the day it opens, it's got 100 members, it's breaking even, it's profitable. How do we do that? Well, we need, a, we need, a, we need someone with sales systems who can do a proper pre-sale. We need digital marketing specialists. We need, you know, there's all yeah. these little things. Yeah, yeah. So the team that we've started to grow is substantial. We're probably over-investing in this stuff yeah. at such an early stage, but if you know if we can continue to grow in the trajectory that we're heading, it's it's going to be really really well good. worth it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Can separate to anything to do with this business? Is there over the years with um, F45 and now Strong, and then just I know I know um, you're massively invested into um, educating yourself on business ideas and stuff like that. Is there any pivotal books or audio books or podcasts that you guys have have kind of been tuned into over the years that you could recommend like i try and if there's ever a book whatever that i read i try and kind of um, recommend it for those listening and whenever yeah. i get guests on i ask them if there's been any kind of pivotal things that they've they've taken away from certain books or whatever so is there anything that you guys have would recommend in, re, in in line with building the brand in, re, in line with yeah. building a business that is yeah, going to be thriving just, like that there's so many out there like i know i've seen your head at plenty of these things i think you're a gary v when I yeah, yeah yeah gary v i love i don't I, i'm sure if gary's listening i don't listen to gary anymore <laughs> i think but, he will be yeah <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> but only because I know, I know his message so well now i actually yeah. know what he's going to say so yeah he's one of the few like of the, the elite that i find that isn't absolutely just full of shit and trying to pitch mm. things to get your money all the time absolutely love that bloke but all i do mate like i, I was just saying to rams i I think time's our most precious commodity. Yeah. So every time I'm in the car, radio's on or whatever, I think, fuck this, I'll put on, you know, one of yeah, the same or yeah. anything. And I always get something out of it. Generally, it's either business or fitness yeah. stuff related. Um, but I love it. You, you, you listen to something for 30, 40 minutes on the way down to Geelong or whatever. And, and it can be, it can, literally, if you're reading a book, it can be one page, if you, yeah. one sentence. One if you're listening nugget. to something, it could be 60 seconds of content that will change the trajectory of, of your yep. mm. business ventures or whatever it is in life, like your whole life, it's crazy. Yep, absolutely love it. Rams and I will be like, thought of this, what do you think of this? And he'll be like, no, I'm done to death, mate. They'll yeah. Like, yep, yep, that's a good one, you know, and just constantly bouncing things off. Yeah, he, he sends me a lot of little cool grabs, um, but yeah, I, I, I personally probably don't listen to enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very lucky to have good mentors though. Like, yeah. There's a, a book yeah. that I've literally finished last night um, which, to be fair, you guys are doing a lot of this, this stuff out of it anyway, but it's called Oversubscribed. I'll send you a link to it later yeah. on. It's it's perfectly aligned with what you guys are doing and, and the concepts you're trying to yep. do and aligned with, you know, making sure that when studios open there, there's people trying to bang down the door to get in and stuff. So I'll send you a link. Yep. Amazing. I, lo I love the hard luck stories, like the guys that have just grinded and then, you know, I love those stories. And I don't care if it's like... F45, fit stuff, body fit. I just, I just think it's amazing, mm. you know? Yep. And, and this, this is like by far the hardest thing we've had to do. Like 
to go from a franchise that, like that was fucking hard. I remember when we were up, you know, getting up at 4 a.m. every day and running <laughs> the caller classes and fucking trying to get to that break-even point, yeah. you know. Um, but this is like the hardest thing that we've ever had to do. And every day, as you said before, it's just problem solving. Like it's yeah. constant. There's now multiple departments. There's, it's not just about running. Like there's one studio that we own that's there's all the issues with that. And then there's every issue with B two B, you know, franchisees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we didn't um, have any cash flow. I think Rams is on fifty bucks a week when we were at Port Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day the trainer pulled me over and she's like, "Army, army, see the smoke there." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And then people started texting me saying, "That's your pub." Your pub's burning down. I'm taking a class. Oh, that's right. That was paying my wage, and then we could barely afford to pay Rams's fifty bucks. <laughs> and then we're like, he oh, looked like he was getting paid fifty I bucks was, too. I, I was unemployed. He's unemployed. Oh, he's on fifty bucks. Yeah. He's, he's like, I'll give you twenty. I was like, can I have seventy five? <laughs> like literally, this happened. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, what do we do? Um, you know, when you think of the whole world's against me, what what yeah. more can happen? You know, we're, we're all in here, and um, and then what do we do? We just just fucking grind. Yeah, mm. we, we started writing lists of like every person who came into the studio, and we jump on the phone, we call them, we try and convert them, and then we throw more advertising out, and I try and remember what I learned at uni, and like, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, and it, it's it was good, and then we just uh, for like there was probably a three to four month period where we did nothing but fucking work, like 16, 18 hours a day. You see how personal I got all of a sudden. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, and I'm not very outgoing. <laughs> Joe Blow would walk in and he's up for a membership. <laughs> Joe! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's, That's gold. Useful on. Used to take the oldies, I'd take the young ones. <laughs> well, boys, appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, good luck with with strong and um i'm sure it'll do super well but for everyone tuned in to today's episode i'll have the links to to the website and and some of the sites and stuff in the show notes below and, and both your socials as well so if you've got any more questions or anything specific about strong feel free to reach out to either of these boys um but yeah thanks for coming on the show guys thanks, no worries, mate. thanks for having us if uh, if anybody for everybody that has taken away some plenty of value from today's episode Make sure you take a screenshot of today's episode and post on Instagram story for me. Tag myself, tag the boys. Um, we'd love to get some feedback on the show and hopefully you've taken something valuable away and uh, look forward to chatting to you in the next episode.